Welcome to Michael Stone's podcast, Awaken the World. This podcast is part of an online community library we're developing, one that contains podcasts, videos, transcripts and booklets based on Michael's talks. The goal of this library and this podcast is to bring mindfulness and mental health into the spotlight. Through this work, we're creating new ways to wake up through socially engaged, conscious, spiritual practice. We're creating a culture of compassion and collaboration. We've left our physical monasteries and we're bringing them online. Before we get to today's podcast, I want to take a moment to ask you to consider becoming a patron of this podcast through Patreon. Pledging is easy and can be as little as $1 per month. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Michaelstone and click on the big orange button on the top right of the page. Thank you for listening. Begin by bringing awareness to the feeling of the legs supported by the floor, the floor supported by the earth. Feeling the legs as earth, as stable, and through the stability of the legs there is nourishment that can flow through the upper body. Firstly, when the legs are stable, the spine is free to lift up and out of the basin of the pelvis. And even though the pubic bone is dropping slightly, the pelvis is neutral. And we're sitting in the pelvis and the spine is flowing up and out of the pelvis. If the spine were a tree a long trunk, its roots would spread through the pelvic floor down across the shins and out through the knees. And even though the groins seem to go deep and back, the energy of the femur bones seems to reach out through the knees. So the energy of the legs is to draw (laughs) away from, away from the central meridian of the torso. So there's a very wide base in the pose. The spine extends upward from the inside line of the spine. A 
if you bring awareness to the area about four centimeters below the navel, <coughs> there's a firmness there. that allows height in the posture without the belly collapsing. So to be clear, the firmness is not in the belly itself. You want the belly to be free to move with the breathing. But underneath the pot of the belly, there's an energy that flows in and up the front line of the spine. And even if that's just a visual cue, it's helpful because if you try and get height using the muscles of your back, then the posture will become exhausting. So you'll notice if you can visualize length under the pot of your belly, then there can be a corresponding relaxation across the collarbones and the skin around the shoulder blades can flow down just like a small waterfall. Sometimes people become unsure in the pose if the front body should be strong or if the back body should be strong. And we're actually going to leave both the front body and the back body alone and find length in the middle path or the middle channel between both. So length and stability happens in the inside, not in the superficial muscles of the back or in the chest. And as you start to explore these details of form, if any area starts working too much, then you'll notice it right away in the mouth. And in terms of breathing, if your abdominals are working to hold the pose up, then you'll notice a constriction of breathing and we have to relax in the belly. Just like tuning a string instrument, the Buddha says, not too tight, not too loose.
with length across your shin bones. Let there be space across the collarbones. If you're sitting cross-legged or in Padmasana, the shin bones and the collarbones seem to be doing the same thing, drawing away from center. There's a very gentle smile in the mouth. And this natural smile helps release the tongue and also the small muscles behind the molars behind the area of the wisdom teeth and in the area where the jaw connects in with the skull. And then the eyeballs can also soften in their sockets. There's a relationship between what the tongue is doing and what the eyes are doing. And if the tongue becomes tight in the mouth, the gaze starts to get tight. If your eyes are open, it's important that the muscles behind the eyes are at ease. And if your eyes are closed, there's a tendency for the eyeballs to lift when you inhale and fall when you exhale. And so if the eyes are closed, the eyeballs should be set up just like they were open so that the eyeballs are dropping down slightly as if they're falling into the cheekbones, as if you were looking past the tip of your nose. For those of you that are focusing on the breath, not in the belly, but at the tip of the nostrils, 
it's important that you keep all the small muscles around the nose relaxed. And all of these physiological details are also psychological instructions. Allowing the mind to, allowing the attention, the awareness to check the physical posture. to see when slouching happens, when distraction happens. These mental states, these moods, have a corresponding effect in the posture. And the quality of the posture has an effect on the mind. Not too tight, not too loose but setting up the body so it has energy. giving attention to inhaling and exhaling. Knowing the breath effortlessly. Effortless breathing. A regular natural. And because it's been a theme for our weekend, please give special attention to the moment the exhale vanishes. Feel with body, 
that moment when the exhale vanishes. Knowing the presence of the exhale and knowing also the absence of the exhale. Bring attention to where the exhale begins. The exhale doesn't begin in the inhale. And follow the exhale through with attention. And then notice the absence of the exhale. (laughs) 